Welcome back to DC's Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And here acting as the voice of God uh, is Niall McGowan from That Minute. It's so good. It's just... It's, He's a, he's almost like a professional or something like that. Um, all right, and today professional, but no one would ever pay me for this. Yeah, unfortunately, hey, you and us both, bucko. Today we're talking about minute number forty-nine of Suicide Squad, and the minute's going to start with Rick Flag introducing Amanda Waller to the team. Um, voice of God. That's that's where. That's I, a, that's no, a that's, joke. That's, that's Niles' joke from that's the beginning. That's a joke. That's the joke. That's a joke. Uh, the minute's going to end with the task force teams uh, mounting up. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be specific how you were saying, Mark. I just kind of wanted to generalize. Yeah, because then we would have They're to They're all task force S. Yeah. Ta- task force S. Task force Jesus X. Christ. Alpha team is Scott Eastwood's team. Bravo Bravo team is Suicide Squad. And they only got the two? Yeah. I think, th- was there a reason, though, they didn't want to go, like, Alpha team SS? Because they immediately were like, oh, you can't call a team SS. Like, Jesus Christ, you're crazy. Oh, shit. Like, I so didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. So they might have been like tax, Task Force X. Yeah. Like, well, why isn't it? What, what, suicide Squad. Why didn't you just call them the Suicide Squad or something? Yeah. They just constantly refer to them as the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, well, good on them for avoiding that uh, legality nightmare. Um, so what do you – they got this uh, – this is, this is a silly little briefing thing that we got here, isn't it? Mm. <sighs> it is it's weird um it's almost it's what's weird to me is that all these groups of villains um criminals if you will petty thieves some of them that they're all just assuming the role of these military personnel like they got their creative clothes they got dressed and was like all right now you're in the military stand here and listen and like you have a job to do now it's almost mm. like a and I get it. It's a comic book movie. They do that. But there's no fight from the team, <laughs> with the exception <laughs> of Slipknot. I couldn't find the words there, but there is no, like, uh, they're not looking around like, what's going on? What are we doing here? Why is the city on fire? What city am I in? Um, can I leave? What's the deal here? What's stopping me from killing all you guys and just walking out? Like, there's no fight back. They're just, like, kind of just accepting Okay, because of the bomb. Is that why? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's it is weird. Um, I'm trying to think back to the first minute where we uh, Monday's minute where we had the 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 first pep talk from Rick Flag about here's what you got to do. You're gonna go in there. You got a bomb in your neck. Go do your job. Um, but then we get it again here uh, from Amanda Waller saying, "You guys are a team. You're gonna go in the city. You're gonna die." You have a bomb in your neck. Go, go do, and it's like we we got it already. Uh, I think we should have cut out the Rick Flag part and just started here. Take this, bring it to Monday's minute. Amanda Waller says you have a bomb in your neck. You're gonna go in the city, pick up this person. Uh, there's some crates over there. Go get your shit. Go get dressed. Go, and then Rick yeah. Flag says, "All right, mount up." done um i guess maybe they felt like because they also try to have a, an arc between 
Flag and Deadshot as them becoming kind of buddies. So I guess like, oh, we need a starting point. So like him, this little, oh, you know, the, the, the Phil Jackson pep talk stuff. And I actually do like the fact that it pays off in this though. And Flag says like, oh, so how's that for a pep talk? And Deadshot shoots back with like, well, compared to your shit, she's killing it. I actually do like that joke. So it's like, well, if, you know, I guess if it has to be there, just set up that joke. Fair enough. But uh, I think it also might have been like, oh, we want to have a, a, a relationship between uh, Flag and the, the squad. But, you know, it's majoritively between him and Deadshot. And it does start with that little interaction they, they have after his, you know, like, oh, you know, until then, you're my problem and stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I did. But again, again, then they also have to go, well, they need to know who Amanda Waller is. So she obviously has to talk to them as well. So yeah, yeah they kind of wrote themselves into a bit of a corner, I think. I do like the, there's the, there's a lot of uh, good stuff that I like about the joke of uh, behold the voice of God. Um, it's an iPad and the person's not actually there. And it's like, mm. he's holding this little device and it, but that's one joke that I like about it. The other thing is they say, behold the voice of God, and it is a black woman, which, you know. No, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah I like that. Ne- Last time somebody did that, it was a, a bush that was on fire. <laughs> behold the voice of God. No, that thing's just on fire, nope. Moses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, they're like, behold the voice of God, and it is a black woman. I love that. And then the other thing about it is she's literally the devil. Like, this woman is the devil. She's not God. They should have, mm. you know, this is the devil like is here to talk to you or something. And it's like, there's, then there's Amanda Waller. It's like, she is pure evil. She is the real villain of this film. And it's mm. like, you are not God. You are <laughs> the devil. <laughs> Unless they're like, Oh, because lest we forget they're bad guys. So their God is the devil. Mm. So, so yeah, she's so evil that it's like, if they knew how evil they, she was, they might actually respect her a lot more. That's when you redo this film and you put like this big allegory where you put the Suicide Squad and you make their adventure somehow an allegory to the nine rings of hell and mm. she is the devil and your and their trials and tribulations all match up with the pains of the nine rings of hell. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. That someone else will have to do that in a comic book or something. Because no. that... <laughs> I'm certainly not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to say as well, though, uh, Viola Davis as, as Amanda Waller. It was one thing that DC does like 98% of the time is that they do like fantastic casting. Because like, mm-hmm. even in these movies, as, you know, as troubled as they are, and then you'll get the odd sore thumb where it's like, and I know you guys liked them, but it's like Jesse Eisenberg and Batman vs Superman. That, to me, it was like everyone else in this is perfect. Affleck's perfect. Ar- Jeremy Irons is perfect. Cavill's perfect. And then it's like, well, just, just, just what, what the hell are you doing here? And then this movie is like, Margot Robbie's perfect, and freaking Will Smith's fantastic in this. And then of course you get Viola Davis, and it's like beyond uh, C H Pounder, who did the voice in the animated show. It's like mm-hmm. I can't imagine anyone else doing this part. This is literally the best possible person you could have got to play Amanda Waller is Viola Davis. It's like, bravo. <laughs> so in this movie is, is in this movie is the weak point, weak part, weak link, weak chain, two chains. Oh, is it oh, Joel so, Kinnaman? Uh, uh, Jared Leto. Might yeah. Be. For, for me, it would be, you think definitely. like bad casting, no, not, not, not Joel Kinnaman. I'm not saying that for me. I'm just saying that Jared Leto's Joker is what people think 
in the same regards as Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor kind of cat. I don't know it's casting. But the weird thing is as well, though, like Jared Leto as an actor is, is pretty good. So it's like, I get the idea. I think he just went a bit overboard. So he could have been a great Joker. It's just I think he tried too hard was his problem. Yeah. But he's, And he's I think Joel singer. Kinnaman is because we know that they wanted Tom Hardy. So it's like they could have had the best Rick Flag in the universe. But then they got stuck with Joel Kinnaman. So it's like, oh, well, I guess I think, you can't blame him for that. But I think there was a point where we, we did talk about an episode where we were trying to figure out who could be a Rick, another Rick Flag, And I don't even think Tom Hardy was brought up in that conversation. We said oh. Charlie Hunnam. From oh, yeah. Pacific Rim. Yeah, we did yeah. say Charlie Hunnam. Mm. Um, but uh, Jared Leto's fighting uphill battle with, with Heath Ledger's portrayal. You yeah, know, he's always, yeah. That's always going to be a thing where people... Go- Is that just set in stone for the character now <sighs> moving forward? Yeah. Every Anybody that's going to play Joker mm-hmm. is just always an uphill battle? Mm-hmm. Mm. And yet you don't have that you don't have that dynamic with Batman. Whoever's going to play Batman is just going to do their own Batman. Yeah. You never question uh, like okay, so there are the selected people that's like, no, they're not it's not Christian Bale. Shut up. He wasn't that good. But <laughs> he then wasn't like that good. honestly, he was a he was bad. Um but I don't know like, maybe don't... with Batman though, it's because it's in the public consciousness that Batman flips around every once in a while because it mm-hmm. already happened. Mm-hmm. You had two movies of Michael Keaton, yeah, and then it was just Val Kilmer, and people were like, "All right, yeah," so, and they just accepted it. Yeah, so maybe I it think, is just I think, like, yeah. But then in comparison, when Heath Ledger came along, it was like it had been near twenty years since you had seen the Joker in live action. Yeah, so it was kind of like, "Oh my god, this guy!" And then yeah, I guess to go is. straight after that, it was like, "Here's another fellow playing the Joker yeah. now." Because the last like, guy I mean, can't do it anymore. And it's like, oh, hmm. what? what? I'm ready but no one said anything about, um, 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 oh gosh, what's his name? Harvey Dent. Aaron Eckhart. Aaron uh, Eckhart. And then uh, compared to Tommy Lee Jones. Because the truth is. <laughs> okay. That will, so should we save that for the future? Yeah. The truth, <laughs> the truth is, is that Heath Ledger's performance was so good that people apologized Christian Bale's performance as Bruce Wayne. Or Batman. Batman. People apologize. Yeah, the thing is, is like he's like Heath Ledger's Joker made Dark Knight such a great movie mm-hmm. that people think the whole the whole shebang with yeah. Christian Bale's Batman is Heath Ledger's top-notch. Joker. Okay, yeah, I get it's what like, you mean. No, like his performance is great. You're great. You're an awesome. You did your part great. Christian Bale's still not. Batman to me. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm right there with you. He's in, yeah, no, the yeah. only one part, and it was just, and it wasn't even Batman. He was Bruce Wayne. He was a good Bruce Wayne for one because he did the American minutes. Psycho thing. Yeah. it's like yeah, just you're a crazy minutes. billionaire. <laughs> mm. Here's it's a question like, okay. though, because we are yeah. dealing with, you know, uh, uh, most people will be like uh, Margot uh, Robbie, fantastic casting. But have you guys ever talked about like who else you might have? Uh, wanted in that part, seeing as it was like the big shiny part that like, oh, Harley Quinn, who's going to play this? And it was always um, one of those things of like, well, years back, it would have been Brittany Murphy, but then like, no yeah. tragedy that kind of oh. But nowadays, oh it's God. like, they kind of took someone you wouldn't have expected. Like, I think that must have been, they had to go like in looking for someone specifically for Harley rather than like just off the rack, like a big star where you're like, oh, that, that's the person for me. It, yeah, it probably I would have. I would have loved Brittany, Brittany Murphy. Murphy. Oh my god, I would have. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's to, to, to turn up the temperature in here, Mark. That would have no. been like that. Would have been like during the Schumacher era. I though, would have right? loved. Uh, yeah, I would have. Oh my god, can you imagine her and huh? <laughs> Brittany Murphy and the Schumacher and Alicia Silverstone on screen together again in a Batman movie? Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> 
Just go back in time and let's just make it. Uh, anyway, sorry. Rest in peace, Brittany. I love you. Um, Mark you. has been on record saying that he had he called the Margot Robbie casting. You know, years before when you know you saw Wolf of Wall Street, you saw it. it's like okay, yeah. yeah, she's gonna be Harley Quinn. I said it so many times they didn't want to say it yeah, again. <laughs> so he's he's already like I think he's set in that mindset of uh, no one else could have been it. No one, nor were they looking for anybody else. Yeah. Me, yeah. I never cared about at Margot all, Robbie, nor about Harley Quinn. So her thinking about who would they cast was never top on my mind. I never, it was just like, oh, they're going to cast a Harley Quinn? Okay. Mm. Let's just see who they cast. It's just. I uh, think who else would play the character? I remember for years Uh, people wanted uh, Kristen Bell. She was always the name that was, that popped up for some reason. I was like, just because she's eccentric. Is that why? I guess I guess she, I can imagine her doing it though. She has a sort of, you know, she's obviously a good comedy actress. Yeah. She's, you know, Blonde, for one thing, obviously very physically fit. She's she she's says, very yeah. I, I think eccentric would be a good word. She's just she's she's loud. She's boisterous. She's a good um, showman, mm. which I could see. But then it would be uh, I don't. Yeah. Eh. I think maybe if I'd be down to see anybody, like throw anybody to casting of Harley Quinn, and I just want to see what you do with it. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe if Aubrey Plaza wanted to like deconstruct how she normally looks amongst Hollywood because we normally think of Aubrey Plaza as like kind of like gothic vibes from her and stuff like that Mm. but it's like I think she could have the she has the ability to play Harley Quinn in a way that but but she would have like that gum smacking attitude Harley Quinn yes exactly like that I can put a bullet in your head and and not give a shit kind of thing have you seen uh, Legion like the show she's in, the X Men show she's in, essentially. I, yeah, I, you did I saw the first more. episode yeah. and I really liked it. But then I watched the second episode and I was like, "No, wait, go back." No, <laughs> oh no, no. Like, that, that, like, like Legion, it's a it's a weird show. Like it's a weird, weird show. And like I th- almost don't kind of want to spoil anything more about it. But, yeah, no, uh, it's a it's a Grant Morrison show, thing. right? Um, yeah, I think I think he was involved with it. That's why it's so. Happy is the other. Oh, Happy is the Grant Morrison. Happy is the Grant Morrison. I could have sworn. Grant Morrison was involved with Legion. That's why it's so fucking batshit yeah. wacky. But the thing is, within the first like that first season, the Legion's just amazing. Once you get like once you've worked, it, it takes a while to build, but when it, once it hits the gold, it's like this is just incredible. And then like, the second season is very, very, very weird. <laughs> it's not quite as good. But uh, without spoiling anything too much, Aubra Plaza, Aubra Plaza returns to the show, and she has a major, major villainous part in it. And it's like watching that was kind of it was almost like a renaissance of her within like the critics and stuff. You just see her talk about like who knew that Aubrey Plaza could could do this? Like she's actually fantastic in this part. And mm-hmm. um, so I think like yeah, they, they, you know, she has kind of she's almost kind of played a Harley Quinn esque character in that only in that Aubrey Plaza deadpan way and stuff. But yeah, and, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I I can I see the potential with her doing it. Um, she has. I feel she like has she's to more break through the typecasting that she had from Scott Pilgrim in Parks and Rec. I was gonna say she's more on the apathetic side of things. Like she has apathy down, where it's just like I'm gonna roll my eyes. The world's gonna burn. I don't care. I think she is a New York girl. I don't know. I think she. No, I think she's L.A. Anyways, roll doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. Um, one yeah. one other thing I was gonna say though, uh, from seeing Viola Davis there, uh, I recently went out to see. Uh, the new Steve McQueen movie, uh, Widows, like Steve mm. McQueen, like the mm-hmm. director, not mm-hmm. Steve McQueen, the long dead actor. 
but the thing is, there's a scene where because you see Viola Davis, you think, oh, that's like a you know a woman in her what mid mid forties or so, power suits, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then there's a scene in that movie where she um, she has to lift a load of stuff and she's just walking around in a vest. And I never realized like Viola Davis could kick your ass. Like she is, oh, yeah. she's impressively kind of like not quite shredded, but she's built. And it's like oh, she never they never really show off that asset over. I wonder how you'd feel about Amanda Waller if she took off the jacket once and you saw Char do like a kind of mini flex or something. So it's like oh wait, she can actually handle herself as well. Or I guess like, I they want to. They're not quite going into the sort of overweight, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, version we Kingpin seen. style Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get. I am. I am genuinely scared of Amanda Waller the character and Viola Davis's portrayal of her. It, it is like a. I don't want to be in the same room as you because I'm going to get in trouble. Mm. It's one of those things. Um, uh, I think there is a moment later on in this film where she does dress down, where she maybe takes off her blazer, and she is wearing just the shirt. I think I feel like there was a thing where she is. She's. Uh, I guess dressed down would be the proper term. Um, you know, after hours of in the building that she's there and it shows her. I think it's when she, once she's leaving the building, she's like, all right, gonna go <laughs> grab my blazer. Mm-hmm. And then plot twist and then lead. Um, I think it happens It happens later, 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 later in the yeah, film. Where yeah. we see her and she's kind of, the environment takes a toll on her where she mm-hmm. has to be like, all right, I need a gun and yeah, I need to yeah, kill people. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll get there. But yeah, she, she, uh, Perfect casting. No one else. Strong woman. Uh, It's another person who I was like, you know, I was watching How to Get Away with Murder. And I was like, okay, that's Amanda Waller. And then it's like, Viola Davis cast as Amanda Waller. It's like, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Because that's, who else could play that? Like, no one else. Um, I remember the Arrow tried casting an Amanda Waller and it was like, she looks like a secretary. She looks like a person who works for somebody else. Viola Davis doesn't look like she could work under anyone yeah. and like, she commands scenes um yeah she was in that um she was in 12 years a slave right i never saw that movie you didn't see it yeah. i'm pretty sure it was her and fassbender doing a lot of the scenes together um was it viola davis or was it i know it was the lupita Nyong'o. lupita yeah it was lupita yep okay well jeez. sorry about that um, um I'm noticing that Captain Boomerang. So, well, throughout the movie, we notice that he he's drinking, and so is that too in the case? The like, here's your suitcases. Here's your couple Fosters. <laughs> You're Australian. We know you like Foster. Jesus, did they really? Did they give him a Fosters in that case? Like, we want, we want. I don't know what beer he. I don't know if they ever show what beer he's actually. I'm drinking. pretty sure he's holding a Fosters at one point. But uh, <laughs> but it's like. We know you work best when you're inebriated. So have you ever well, had that beer? Terrible Foster's? beer. Yeah, terrible it's beer. It's all right. It's Are you kidding? It's just big. Mm. It's off. It's Listen, good when I'm at Universal think, and I need a lot of alcohol. I think all beer is terrible, but go on. <laughs> Foster's is just awful. Oh, the Foster's is a big thing they try to really plug over here. It's like it's 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 on every shelf. You'll get Foster's at the drop of a hat. But like I know because we've had on Why? Australian guests on the show. And like, have you ever mentioned Fosters to them? They're kind of like, oh, you know, that's just like, it's 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 exported worldwide because Australians actually hate it and they just want to get rid of it. <laughs> but it's like a known brand now of been associated with Australia. So you always get like, oh, crikey, mate, crack out by the Fosters and all this kind of business. Yeah, 
That was great. With like, with the- it's like the opposite of Budweiser here. Like, but but everybody loves fucking Budweiser, and it's a terrible drink. <laughs> You're talking about Bud Light, really? Because Bud Light. It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, well, no, Budweiser is American football. Let's get yeah, a Budweiser, red, white, and blue, red, dead redemption. Um, <laughs> what what is the beer? Uh, what is the common beer that everyone buys when they're having a party over on your side of things? I think uh, it, was, it was a really wide selection, but I'd say probably uh, Stella Artois is a very is a very common one you'll get. Is it? And then there's always one. Um, there's that thing of like, well, do you want? Something that tastes okay, or do you want something no, we that want just quantity. Gets, gets you wrecked? We, and I think I, I think no, we actually did a talk house about party. it when it was on uh, the Shaun of the Dead minute because you see them drinking Carling, and I was like, yeah, that is the beer. Like that, that if you just want to get drunk but you don't particularly need to enjoy what you're drinking, you just need a thing that comes in packs of twenty five or something. Yes. Is that like a natty light? Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like natty, natty daddy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's just it's just piss water, but it's just like yeah, it's, you know, it's got oh, a yeah. decent yeah, percentage. Okay. Yeah, we're having a house party. We need a hundred beers with the bros and the and the yeah. pastel shirts and the collars yes. popped. In it. So it's a, it's co- it's called Carling. Yeah, Carling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, it, 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 it is. The thing is, it's not terrible. It's just like eh, just kind of there, you know. It's yeah, it's beer pong beer. It's you just need that. You just need the beer that you're gonna chug down. I don't know. Where does Heineken fit all in within this? Is That's, Heineken like I, you got a little bit of money? You got a couple extra yeah, dollars in your pocket. Slightly Let's splurge on a Heineken. Heineken's like a slightly. Yeah, I think that would be that would almost go into like the the top tier, or not the top tier, but into like the higher tiers of of your beers there. So I do know like people will buy Heineken's, but they'll literally just buy like a bottle or two just because they want to have a nice beer rather than or just go go out and pick us up. 15 Heineken because you bought 15 Heineken fi- that would that would blow your budget because <laughs> it's you know yeah for 15 Heineken you can get a hundred Natty Lights or James Bond Bush Light or Heineken. Keystone Light but those shitty the thing beers. is I've noticed though it's only recently that Bud Light has made it to the UK and I've noticed how insanely cheap it is because like I've had it a couple of times but only in party situations where you're like well I just need something cheap and it's like yeah I've always heard about Bud Light for so many years from American movies and How stuff, recently? and then it finally landed, and it's like, oh, it's not good. It's just really cheap stuff. Yeah, no, it's terrible. How recently would it did it start popping just up? Literally, within like the last three years. Like I just remember them having like so, bus ads and stuff for it, and there it was. And now it's sort of like a thing that you remember, people are used to, but, but it's not particularly good. Was it coming along with that whole like dilly dilly bullshit that they've started marketing? Oh, uh, the, like like the medieval court and like everybody in New England's drinking Bud Light and it's like what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> they have like a medieval court of like these uh, British people drinking you know kings and queens and they're, they're bringing barrels of Bud Light. You're like no no that's you're yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> like none of that sounds familiar at all. So no, I don't yeah, think they tried that's, that angle. That's those are dude. That is a big marketing ploy over here. It, Bud Light has been. They're doing these like King Arthur Court type commercials. Yeah, Bud Light. It's all these British people. Bud Light in is like costumes. The, Bud Light is like Coca Cola for the beer mm. world. It's like everywhere. Like Bud Light is. It is. It is uh, everywhere. Oh, I can. So I can. Uh, I can. <laughs> then I can tell you for. For sure, that is not the case over here. And they're lying to you. They're flat out lying to you. I've been to medieval England. And let me tell you, I never saw one Bud Light while I was there. <laughs> it's in the, it's in the catacombs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to go there. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to we'll go. Have to go in the I, I want to try this Carling beer for sure. 
But uh, so with that being said, the team uh, is told to mount up. We get exposition once more. And so uh, unless you guys have anything else, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. Oh, mm-hmm. But you can find us on all. Oh, <laughs> you have we got the. We have to mention the big line that's in that's in the, the the minute. Oh yeah, we did, which I wrote down as the title for this episode because I love redundancy. <laughs> oh my! So this is some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> I think. You're telling me that this is some kind of Star Trek? <laughs> it really I, was. I genuinely a do Star love Wars. Though, any instance of like they said the name, like they said the name of the movie. It's again this. This title, this episode title is Suicide Squad. Uh, this is Michael Bluth is mid-conversation at one point. He's just like, oh, yeah, people in a perpetual state of adolescence, like a, an arrested development. And Ron Howard comes in like, hey, that's the name of the show. And ever since I've seen that episode, yeah. now, it's like anytime it's mentioned in anything, I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. There's the name. I really I enjoy it because it's just um, I think it should be a trope now where it's just you, you mentioned the title of whatever it is you're working on. Just like kind of half assly put it into a dialogue. See, I just wanted to be like in things though that it just wouldn't possibly yeah. fit. like you have literally like Richard Dreyfus talk about like what you mean you saw an actual animated alien creature? Was it some kind of close encounter of the third kind? And you're just like yes, yeah. yes, Dreyfus do it. <laughs> I think uh, the, the, there's like montages on, on YouTube that are just uh, movie title and where they say it in the line. Yeah, it's like uh, movies saying the movie title and the, it's like a 30 minute or or more like an hour video and it's just it's like welcome to jurassic park like <laughs> I, I kinda, and stuff i kind of like wish that. though like it was always will smith doing it like will smith just showed up in things because there's something about the way he says it as well i just wish they had like loads of will smith movies of him like you know mm-hmm. well, they, they, all those vampires are talking to me what am i some kind of legend and you're like oh there he goes <laughs> no, i am legend <laughs> I'm wait. Hang on. Pause. The fact that we both w- like were mentioning Will Smith in okay. So what movie would he say the title of? The fact that we both went to I Am Legend without even discussing. <laughs> it's not like someone was like, well, it truly was a pursuit of happiness. No, it's like no, I am legend. <laughs> I guess it is a, de- a declarative thing. So it's like, well, maybe the, your mind just goes there instantly. Yeah. Have you guys ever read yeah. like the the worst example of that kind of thing though I've ever come across? And I remember it just been and they didn't put it in the movie, and I can understand one hundred percent why. Is that did you ever read the the original novel of A Clockwork Orange? And no, it's incredibly hard to read. I couldn't even. There was like you had to have a whole freaking dictionary about like yeah, Cockney yeah. slang and stuff. Well, it's not like even that. Cockney slang. It's just made up by Anthony Burgess slang. Yeah, uh, but there there is a bit in. Um, I imagine. It's one of those things. If you ever read any of like source materials, the Kubrick films, you'll always get the really stupid mm-hmm. bits, and you can just imagine Stanley Cooper going, "Nope," and just throwing that out. And there's yeah, there's a bit where like yeah. you know in the, in the movie you have him, and uh, once he undergoes the treatment and stuff, uh, he's brought out in front of people, and they're like, "Oh, they got this guy to beat him up, and he can't fight him back because it makes him sick and stuff." And in the novel, I always remember when I was a teenager reading it, been like, "Oh, pff, oh, it's awful." <laughs> Where like he's Alex is like down on the floor and he's just like, "What am I to be? Some kind of clockwork orange?" And it's like that is <laughs> awful. Why would you put that in? Yeah, you can literally like, imagine Kubrick was. What does red that even mean? Like, oh, fuck that <laughs> straight out. Yeah, I think recently the one thing I literally was like, "This that was terrible." Was 
I was watching the newest, uh, the Death of Superman animated film. And, you know, Doomsday's doing his thing, breaking people. And, and Lois Lane is reporting and she goes, this Doomsday. And she, like, names it. And it cuts to the Daily Planet and it has Perry White going, all right, Lois Lane has named the thing. Go ahead and start <laughs> writing papers. And I was like, are we really going to be that blatant about, like, naming something and then going through the newspaper and being like, all right, it's called Doomsday now. It's like, why can't you just keep it, like, just super mm. casual? Like, I get that it's the title of the film, but if we never knew the title of the film, and Will Smith says, so what are we, like, some sort of suicide squad? It's like, it's only weird because we know that's the title and we're so used to it, but it's like, if we had never heard it, and Suicide Squad isn't a bad it's not a bad line. It's a it's a it's a good normal question to ask. Like, so we're just like some. It's so weird because you have to keep <laughs> saying it. But like, we're just some sort of Suicide Squad. Like we're like we're some sort of Kamikaze group. That's the other. That was the alternative name. But it's like Kamikaze group. <laughs> kamikaze group. Jeez, like that's, a, the, that's, the Kamikaze quartet was the strings, other one, man. <laughs> but it's like Jesus. But it's like that was it's it's. It's an okay line. It's just so funny because that's the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just so. It's See, so. I could blatant. imagine it though. Like, um, I, think, I think again, it is. It isn't that bad a line, but it is just like I think it was because it was in all the promotions and stuff too. So you just like you had it drilled into your head. But um, mm-hmm. like I can imagine you could have had a good moment though. Say like Deadshot didn't say that. But it's just like, yeah, they're done with Amanda Waller. And then all of a sudden, there's like, okay, everyone get the choppers ready. Suicide Squad, mount up. And then they kind of look at each other like, what, the, what do you mean by Suicide Squad? It's like, is that him just telling us like, yep, you have been sent to your death, essentially. And they could have had an unspoken moment of like, oh, so that's what this mission is. We are just here to be like the patsies, you know, the, 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 the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. And uh, it could have been done a bit more deftly, but again, the, the actual line itself isn't, it's not an unreasonable question to ask. It's just done in that kind of like cheesy no. way. That yeah. I think, I think he's asking it at the wrong moment. You know, in yesterday's minute when Diablo is saying, yeah, we're being led to our deaths. That's should be like, oh, like a suicide squad. Like, not even say the name. Like, like, like Deadshot should have just been like, so I guess we're like some sort of suicide squad. We're going to go in get the job done and die doing it for them like rogue one <laughs> yeah also the fact that like it's he's like dead center in the screen it's like boom right on you will smith say the line so we're suicide squad cut print got it movie's done like it's just uh it's one of those things where you could have been if if they were huddled together and like a, having a conversation amongst themselves you know, Diablo saying you're leading us to our death. And if he like was even confused about saying that title himself, like the words, vi- you know, visible confusion on his face, like him putting the words suicide and squad together confused him. Like he's just like, like we're a suicide squad kind of thing. Like he's questioning the name as well as the nature of the team. I feel like it could have been played off a little bit better, but maybe they were going with campy. Here it is. <laughs> They the said thing the is now, though, we, we've just been given that um, this week that official title for Birds of Prey. So now, like the pressure's on. It's like you've mm-hmm. got to get that whole title in there now. <laughs> to, like just have a like a scene of Harley Quinn being like, "What are you? Some kind of Birds of Prey?" And getting involved in the emancipation <laughs> of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> like 
I'm like, yep, that's yeah. exactly. Just have her in the same kind of shot. Just say it directly into the camera. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's that's what it's a rule now. Every de- like, Marvel has its Stanley cameos. So tragedy did have a Stanley cameos. Now we got this, <laughs> where we just say the they title did. of the movie in a really blatant, <sighs> silly way directly into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And I'm trying to think. To, um, I'm trying to think of like. Uh, nope. I'm just trying. We to got. Think. We got to wrap it up. Yeah. I'm thinking of other. <laughs> I'm thinking of other superhero films. No, yeah. Exactly. I was yeah. trying to as well. But yeah. you, we could go on. We for could go hours on forever. About it. But, um, uh, but yeah. Let's let's end it. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> let's wrap it up. We got the title of the movie. I can't believe we almost skipped by it. But yeah. We're going to wrap up. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can find us, guests who have been on the show and listeners of the show, and talk about today's minute and any other minutes you're catching up on. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 50 of Suicide Squad.